Yo, what up? What is happening? We are back. Shit show is nowhere in sight. We do get off topic today, but it's nothing like it was last time, I assure you. Great show today. Mostly baseball and basketball talk, really, but, you know, it's fun. So, yeah. Oh, I know what I want to talk about before we get to the show. I got this soap from this place. I think it's in Austin, Texas. And I just want to shout them out because the soap is so fucking good. It's from a place called Flegel Farms. They have their own website and you can also find it on Etsy. Awesome, handmade, all natural, organic soap and shit. And it is so good and relatively cheap for being, what would you call it? Craft soap? Oh, I don't like that term. But, I mean, come on. A good soap? Oh, it's such a wonderful luxury. Like... A good soap or, or a good hand towel or uh, what else is there? Uh, a good pancake. Pancakes are dope. Are you a pancake or are you a waffle person? If you're a waffle person, you need to rethink that shit because pancakes are better. Just spitting facts, spitting truth. That's why you come here, right? All right, let's start the show. I am Bert. With me as always, I have Dubs. Say what up, Dubs. And Meech. What up, Meech? What up, Meech? What up, Meech? What up? What the fuck up, Meech? <laughs> what up, Meech? <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing it. <laughs> All right, so... Oh, hold on, Bertie. Yeah. We liked your little, we liked your little uh, musical intro from last show. Oh, yeah? Came in strumming and singing. Yeah, I was, I was like just playing guitar, and I was like, what the fuck am I going to do for this intro? And then I just like hit record and just did that real quick. It's actually the end of, I think, uh, Sergeant Peppers. I'm not sure. It's some, it's from some song, but anyway, thanks man. Well, it's a variation. Yeah. Of some song. I I think it's the end of the actual song, song, Sergeant Peppers. It's like right before it goes to the, I don't think it is birdie. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure you just created that riff at that time oh thanks man i appreciate there it there you go i did create a pretty killer riff last night uh a song called nowhere to run and nowhere to hide about cops anyway um <laughs> yeah the first line of this song though. is you're a piece of shit and you make me sick so um <laughs> good lord <laughs> And I have no, I have no other lyrics. I don't know what I'm going to do. So anyone's got some good lyrics out there, send them our way. I'll give you credit. Uh, So let's do some oofs. What's going on with the oofs? What's happening in the, the oof corridor of the universe? The oof arena. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Well, the oof venue. The oof garden. The oof octagon. (laughs) The Oof Palace at Auburn Hills. Yeah, there you go. Oh, dear. <laughs> All right, seriously, what's happening, bro? Uh, you see the video of the dude almost get fucking mauled on his front lawn by a bobcat? Yeah, it, yeah. it's like his wife at first, right? Yeah, his wife, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he like runs over. <laughs> My favorite part is when he just, oh, I just hit a guitar. My favorite part is when he just like chucks it. 
Yeah, the my favorite part is when he's holding it fucking up in the air. He's <laughs> eye to eye to it like it's fucking Simba. Me and Selena were watching it earlier, and she was like, "Everywhere the light touches, you rule." <laughs> that is exactly um, what it is. It's like when fucking what's the dude's name? Is it Rafiki? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When he holds him up, yeah, it's exactly what it is. Yeah, they um. You can see at the start of the video, the bobcat like runs across the street in the corner of the video, and then all of a sudden you hear that iconic growl, and it just like yeah. starts mauling the wife, and she's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" And there's like a neighbor that comes over and tries to help it, but the the toss that that man does on the bobcat yeah. is phenomenal. He just yucks it, and it lands super hard and runs away under the fucking car. Yeah, I heard later that it he shot it like he said he was gonna do on the video. Yeah. Yeah. And it was rabid. Yeah. Yeah. I, so. I, I, fun story. I, I, uh, I kicked a rabid dog in the face once. Jesus. This is a fun story or is this just a story? No, the fun, <laughs> the fun part was just, uh, was me being, what's the word I'm looking for? Is it facetious? Is that the word? Am I using that word right? Beach? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Don't talk about yourself that way, bud. But yeah, I was just walking well traveled into in apartment. a junior college circuit. Watch out! Hey, no degree, but well traveled in it. Yeah, it took me forever to get one too. But um, yeah, I was like walking into a friend's apartment, and there was this dog at the end, and it was like foaming at the like it was everything, like all the rabies symptoms, and it was just all, it had all the rabies. Yeah, and it was just <laughs> staring at me, and I was like, fuck, I can't make it to the door in time, because my main concern is like, I don't want to kick this dog, and like, I started sprinting Nobody to the apartment, to and it started sprinting after me, and I got so close to the door, and I could like, he, like it was right there, so I just like kicked my leg back and I like, kicked it and then ran in the apartment. But yeah, it was actually pretty terrifying. A rabid dog is very scary. Can you imagine a rabid bobcat now? Yeah, I know, right? Like, holy <laughs> shit, yeah. I do not blame I played that my guy. fair share of Red Dead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, <laughs> the Red Dead. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I'm gonna die. Oh my god. Give me in the dead eye. Give me in the dead eye. This pants on the spot. Yo, have you played Red Dead Online recently? Yeah. I haven't played online in a minute. Is it any better? I haven't played since. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you played in like the early stages of it. You played when it was like very little framework. It's it's basically like like I thought it would become is GTA 5, basically. Like they've expanded a ton of stuff. You could do a ton of stuff. I haven't played since the new Battle Pass came out, though. Bronson Willer four, but um, but I played and and got to a pretty high level in in the Bronson Willer three. All right, maybe so. I'll, maybe I'll download it again and, and get back at it. It's chill. I like to play it when I'm like super high and like. Or he's done out. with me and Frodo too. Yeah, when I'm done with the cute, <laughs> with Dumb and Dumber over here and hey. uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledumber, um, <laughs> but. Yeah, no, I like to play it because it's it's a beautiful game and yeah. um, there's something and just oddly calming about it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It is like it is very calming because you just kind of like you're hanging out, no waste. Yeah, and I mean they've made it better to play with other people online. I still prefer to play it alone online because oh, I, really? I don't like to be all coordinated and shit, and you have to kind of have exactly what you're gonna do. Um, so I like just I'm a trader. 
primarily to make most of my money. I do bounties occasionally just to earn some extra money, but I'm not a huge bounty. I don't like the hard bounties. I just like easy yeah, bounties. Dude, so I which is a just, trader by trade. I could nice. I could just fish in that game for hours upon hours. Yeah, no, there's there's something to that too. Um, but yeah, no, so it's just an oddly like calming like RPG like, you know. Yeah basically all right i'm gonna download it again and get back into it it's definitely more expansive than it was i mean especially when you back when you played it i mean yeah yeah for sure all right you guys want to talk about some baseball i love baseball (laughs) yeah uh we can talk about some baseball Uh, and twins i didn't know if you had anything or twins postponed after uh twins uh, had another player test positive. That was after they, uh, I guess they're they're still using the word postponed. The Angels twin series. Um, so we'll see how those games come up and what becomes of that. Uh, we've seen all major sports really, you know, teams pe- test positive and they have to delay stuff. It's just kind of the life that we're in in twenty twenty one right now. Um, Jay Bruce, real quick, re- yeah, real quick while we're talking about the twins. I hate their light blue jersey. Them and the Cardinals, dude. I yeah, hate dude. them so much. I don't understand. Like I said, I thought my TV was broken the first right. time I saw them. Because <laughs> it's like, it's it's yeah. light enough blue where you're like, wait a second. No, it is. I saw it too. It is like just light enough where you could be like, wait, is is this my TV? And it's the jersey and the pants. Like mm-hmm. It's really bad. It's like, why? It's really bad. I don't like it. They're, it's not like that. It's weird. Like, I didn't well, love... You know what? Let's dress all in periwinkle. That's going to really... Periwinkle blue. <laughs> I I didn't love the uh, the Red Sox City jerseys. I thought I was watching UCLA play, but... I don't uh, mind them, but I thought it was only going to be one enough. game. And they're like, not they like... They're, sorry to cut you off, but they're not... The jerseys, the blue jerseys are not for, like, a specific reason. You know, like, some teams have, like, pink it's just jerseys like a for breast cancer and stuff like that. It's just right, random. It's just for, yeah, right. That's whack as fuck. It's, like, it's supposed to be their throwback because, like, the 90s, like, Kirby Puckett teams wore those fucking jerseys, too. It was, like, garbage yeah. and light yeah. injured. It's so. trash. I have no idea. They're so, really ugly, though. I am great. for teams <laughs> just switching it up on jerseys, though. Me, like, too. I mean, me, too. There's that. Yeah. I, I love the variety. The I don't love how the end product looks right. like the Twins and the Cardinals. A for effort. But the Red Sox jerseys, I thought that we were only going to wear them for one game. And we were wearing them for the whole series, apparently. I mean, why, why dust it off for one game? You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know. That's a fair point. 62. Let's spice up a couple. <laughs> I, I mean, like. I'm mad. The fucking the gold jerseys that we wore for our championship presentation and everything got sold out in like five seconds. Yeah. And you can't find them anywhere now. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I wanted those. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough, bro. Sold out like five minutes. They look so good. The gold outline on the blue and the just the regular Dodger with the gold outline. Oh, my God. They look great. And they yeah. were sold out. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Speaking Where? of looking good, though, you got your Jackie cover for the MLB The Show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's as clean as a fucking title as you can see. Unfortunately... All of the electronic titles and everything are still fucking Fernando Tatis Jr., who, by the way, has seven errors in seven games. He can't even field his position. Like, I, I'm so mad. I, 
going to laugh when this contract blows up in their face because the 300 million dollar man don't speak ill of him seven <laughs> errors in seven Shenanigan. games oh by the way he's batting 150 like i oh i hope i really hope this blows up in their face let's i mean we can transition to that since we're talking about stupid fernando tatis but sure his this this series has been really good. I think we just blew game three, which I was hoping for the sweep. But it has been a super intense series. As much as I shit on the rivalry at the beginning of the year, these were some of the best games we've seen in baseball. So there is that. We were um, wait, we were playing video games the other night, and like Mitch every few minutes would just not be talking, and all of a sudden he'd be like, "God damn it! God damn it!" Yeah, <laughs> something about the Dodgers, and then he'd come back for a few minutes, and then he come back. Like you could feel him through the screen, his head yeah. just like slowly going towards the TV and away from uh, the yeah. video games. Don't yeah. make errors. We're usually in the top five defensive like metrics in the league. Like we're we're very solid team, and they made like three errors that night, and I I damn near lost my damn mind. Damn near lost damn, 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 line. Line. damn exactly. Line. Just kind of like when we started the podcast, Mr. Dennis Santana just blew the lead. So yeah. 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 I was hoping for a sweep. Yeah. It doesn't look like that's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh the only other baseball news I had today was that Jay Bruce in jail. Was... I know. I know. It's fucked up. It's fucked. Sorry, Mitch. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> R.I.P. Brandon Dassey. Um, <laughs> uh, the only other baseball news I had was that Fernando, or not Fernando Tatis, he's just a clown. Um, that Jay Bruce retired. Still at the league, just a clown. <laughs> I hate Fernando <laughs> Tatis so much. Um, you gathered that. Yeah, I would rather. Bernie could have his Elaine video. Fucking contract, dude. Bernie could have his Elaine video minute. You could have your Fernando Tatis minute. Here's the show. Mine's a little bit more warranted. This guy has not played a full season of we'll MLB games going. and gets the fourth highest no, I mean, he's contract right. in the MLB. No, he, I mean, that is the most ridiculous thing like, I've he ever has, heard. I'll repeat it again. He has seven errors in seven games. Yeah, he that's ridiculous. He can't even field his position. And this man just got... And, and all of the other top contracts are elite at both sides of the ball. Mookie Betts, Mike Trout. Right. Uh, you know, whoever else has a fucking top five contract. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, point still stands. Anyway. Point definitely still stands. Sorry, I am on a pissing match with fucking that ass clown. <laughs> um, uh, Jay Bruce retired. The only other news I had. Uh, he hadn't looked great. He basically signed a minor league deal to cover for Luke Voigt as Luke Voigt was out for the Yankees. He has not looked impressive, and he retired. Pretty solid career, though. Yeah. Jay Bruce always reminded me of Jay Buhner. Just uh, nice, not similar... me, really, but... I know because you were a big Jay Buhner guy. You wouldn't be uh, in that same boat, but... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I just... He, he was uniquely Jay Bruce. It was funny. What I remember one, one of the Dodger games I was watching when we played the Reds. He literally wore out a spot in right field with where he played consecutively over the the, the three game series, and even uh, I, I, took, I remember that. Even I took issue with how shit. much the broadcasters brought it up, but they were like, "Look at this is the spot of grass he's been standing in all the time in right field." As we know, right field and first base are where you put your weakest fielders. Yeah, uh, on yeah. the baseball diamond. So it, it was funny, but. 
yeah, he had like a spot where he just stood constantly that he was just dying yeah. because he was just standing <laughs> on it so much. It was it cracked me up. That but, is uh, yeah, no, amazing. He, the, the guy could rake though. Uh, just a huge. It's a pre your prototypical right fielder, first baseman, power hitter. Um, guy just killed it. So good career for him. Uh, probably good to see him go before he gets released, which was probably about to happen. Right. Yeah, definitely. I had one more bit for baseball here, and that was Sean Kazmar played in his first MLB game since 2009. He got yeah. called up from the minors after playing 1,200 games, over 1,200 games in the minors. Gets called up to the bigs to play for the Braves. Yeah. Good for him. I, I mean, good for him. We stuck won't it out. see or hear him again. Nope. He won't feels a loud after this. There was a guy that was a Laker that was, he was like 37. He was finally getting his first chance. He played like two oh, fuck. What was his, I remembered his name. For I, don't, I, don't, the, the, I know who you're talking uh, about. Anniversary came up recently in my feed, but yeah, like I, they're good stories, but they're, they're so often. I mean, it's, it's like, yeah. it's like when you, you're told the numbers by the NCAA, when you're playing high school sports, you know, like, 10% of you will even go play college sports. 4% right. of those or lower will make it to the major sports in their respective. Like it's just, it's yeah. There's, a, yeah. there's such a high level of talent that there's tons of these stories and they're good to hear, but unless he stays in the league for the next 10 years, you know, it's kind of like, he's been in the minors for 12. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's right. what I mean. Like five, five years even would be like a good little stint. But like, we're probably gonna hear about this one time. He's gonna have, you know, probably a terrible outing, and then, you know, go back down. Yeah. yeah. And then yep. the story will be gone. And I, I don't want to be like the biggest pessimist ever. That is kind yeah. of how I am. But, no, I hear you. But yeah, it's it's like a nice story, and you know, these it, it's it's a hundred sixty one game season, so you can have pieces like this. But, ugh. <laughs> That's, that's my thought on the matter. I, I, it's valid. Your feelings are valid. So uh, you boys want to talk about some hockey, and then we can maybe move through some basketball. Hockey talk. All right. Well, big news today is that the Avalanche have two games, I believe maybe three games postponed due to COVID. Uh, two players out, or actually it's three players, but I can't remember the third player. It's Grubauer, Bowen Byram, and I can't remember who the third player is. But they've got three players on COVID protocol, so their game, I think they were supposed to play the Kings tonight, got postponed. And then I can't remember who the second game is. But yeah, they have three games being postponed, so we'll see how that shapes up. I really don't think they need to worry, because they're at this point, they have to lose pretty much every game to be out of the playoffs. So they're sitting pretty right now. You got Vancouver on the other side of the COVID battle. They played yep. their first game against the Maple Leafs since they had Essentially, their whole team out. <laughs> yeah, but their goalie is still out. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter because they're done for the season. Like, they're right. cooked. It's just good to be they're, they're back on the Yeah, it is. It is. Again. Yeah, so quick for them. Like, it's pretty quick considering the situation. It is good to see that. Um, let's see. What else there to talk about? Well, there's Marlowe's record. We could talk about that. How do you feel about the record, Dubs? I mean, like, it's not every day somebody breaks a Gordy Howe record. record. Yeah, I know, I know. It is kind of crazy. You know, I feel like there's been players that have played longer than Marlowe, but that just it's a testament to his durability. We talked about right. uh, 
Yandel a couple weeks ago. Right. The Iron Man streak. Marlo was one of the players on that list and at 42 now, 41, 42. Yeah. That's what He's I was going to say. able to get on the ice every single night and compete. And Yeah. Cause uh, we could say the record too. He broke most career games in the NHL, which is a yeah. pretty significant record. It is. It is a, a significant record, but like you said, it's, I was going to say that it's, yeah, there are people who have played longer, but they got hurt more. So right. that to me is like the key part of the record is that like he can stay reasonably healthy. Uh, I want to talk to you about the Bruins. Is that Let's okay? Is that acceptable? They're heating up. They're getting, they're heating up. Uh, we that little so wall, I, and now we're getting, uh, I want to know what happened. Do you think it's Tuca coming back? Uh, for sure. Part of it, but the goal, honestly, the backups and like the Swayman kid, he was yeah. doing really well relief. So I uh, like the goalies that were playing stepped up while Tuca was out, but I think it's just an all around play from the team. Yeah, because clicking defense is playing better. Well, what's surprising is it's not a the first. I think the first like two or maybe one was against Buffalo, so that was like yeah. okay, I get it. But then you beat the well, Islanders for the first time. If only the Rangers shut out the Buffalo Sabers, that would be great too. Moving Here on, so uh, the you beat the Islanders for the first time this season, and shut then out. yeah, which was you know I mean that's to me that's a statement, dude. Because yep. you couldn't beat the Islanders all season. You just kind of whooped on them. And then you beat the Caps today. So that's 6-3. Heating up. Taylor Hall paying off. Scored a goal the other night. Yeah, he did. And it was a so, pretty big one, too. Like, that was the momentum shift goal, in my opinion. It was. I'm hoping we can get more production from him and other people besides the top line. If that can continue, we can make a deep run in the playoffs for sure. Yeah, I think so. I think if you can get some more depth scoring, you'll be dangerous team. But if not, it's going to be. But while we're on this, yeah, Tom Wilson still being a fucking prick. Okay, I didn't see this. I didn't see it. So, so what happened? Taught me through. All Capitals fans and media are just saying that Corrali fell. mm Hmm. Of course, and Wilson basically. So Corrali was coming across the ice, like in our zone, in watch like our attacking zone. Excuse me. Right. Coming to the center of the ice, Wilson sees him going and just starts skating at him. Takes him out. Corrali goes down <clears throat> with what looked like to be concussion, mm-hmm. and Wilson got no penalty. The teams came over and, you know, pushing and shoving, but right. no fight or anything. The scrum. Yeah. And then people were going back and forth about it on Twitter. You know, how Capitals people are, Bernie. Yep. Defending Tom Wilson and his dirty shit and then ruins people. And honestly, there's a lot of national people, too, being like, no, that was fucking dirty. Just came across the middle of the ice and hit him up around the head. Right, and we've said this. I got. I just yeah. watched it. It's not that egregious, honestly. It wasn't not. It's was not close it's to not the Carlo thing. It's, it's not, not close. Not that bad. It's not close. He has to the, the puck. It's in the middle. He just was crouching low, so he got hit in the head. Right, but see, this and we've talked about this before, but this is the problem with Tom Wilson. It's not that he's necessarily making dirty hits. It's that he's making careless hits. He's making it wasn't that careless. It wasn't really that. It was. I mean, dude, if you're if you're charging, if you're look it up, Bertie. 
Look right. it up. All right, I'll it's look not it up. That bad. But I'm just saying, if you're charging a it's cat, nothing, like he's got his head down. A little bit of the Boston. Little bit of the Boston. It's nothing here. compared to the Carlo hit. Yeah, there isn't like, much that is. Nothing compared to that. Like, I but haven't seen you have like a, a reputation, it's not your reputation, good. and you do it continuously. When you make a fucking hit that could be, it's going to injure a player, we construed as. Who did he hit? Could be construed, uh, Sean Corrali. If you type it in, it's the first thing on Google. It's not that bad. Okay. Got it. I'm hit. I'm watching it right now. But like I was saying, like, the problem for me is that, oh, that's not that bad. That's, that's what I'm saying. Bad. But it is. Here's the thing, though, you know, maybe not necessarily in that hit, but my problem with Tom Wilson, as I've stated before, as we've all stated before, is that he makes careless hits. He he makes no effort to avoid a player's head ever. Like he just doesn't do it. And that's the problem with Tom Wilson. I don't think Tom Wilson is necessarily intentionally going out on the ice to hurt people all the time, but he does not play the game in a safe manner. And that's a problem. But that being said, that hit. I don't know. It's tough to call. It's it's definitely not intentional. It's definitely not intentional. But we'll see what happens. I don't know if he'll get in any even, trouble. For you that can't one. convince me that that was a dirty hit. That was no. I, I wouldn't say it's. Like, I wouldn't say it's dirty. I wouldn't say it's dirty. Or into, I think for something to be dirty, it has to be like somewhat intentional. And it clear. I don't think it was. But I still feel your pain, Dubs. Anytime Tom Wilson does something like that, you get fucking furious. Yep. So, yeah, T's and P's to you, my dude. <laughs> um, I don't really have anything else in hockey to talk about, uh, unless one of you guys has something you want to talk about. One of you guys is, as they say in Arizona, apparently. I learned that last night at 7 a.m. watching a Star Trek panel. Nah, uh, I haven't really been betting as much lately, and my kings are kind of out of it, so, yeah. All right, let's move through some NBA. Let's move through some NBA. Let's do this. Uh, we can start with the Spurs. They were fined $25,000 for violating the NBA's rule for resting players. They beat the Suns by 23 points the other night, which is, uh, I thought was just an unspoken rule. I had no idea it was an actual written rule. What, the, the resting players? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like two years ago it became a rule. Uh, Silver announced it, like... It was all, it was it was all about saving ticket sales and betting and all this stuff, but it hasn't really done anything. They, they, I just read the Raptors got fined for it too. Yeah, this is. I feel like this is the first time we're actually seeing teams fined for it. But I mean, it's basically the Spurs rule anyway, because we'd see this whenever they played big opponents, they would rest the the three, you know, their three stars. Right, especially when Kawhi was coming up, and then once Kawhi got good enough too, they started resting him with the three. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, but this is—I feel like this is the first year we're actually seeing people being fined for it. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, but staying with the Spurs, Lamarcus Aldridge announced his retirement uh, due to an irregular heartbeat. He said he Fuck. came out of the game. Came out of a game feeling the. Uh, a way he's never felt before. Oh yeah, got it checked out. Uh, has a regular heartbeat. They said he should be like okay to continue playing. He doesn't want to risk it. He says he's had to, you know, done everything he's gonna do to this point. So he's gonna call it a career. Nah, take it from me. Don't risk that shit. Yeah, and, and he's feeling weird is like the 36. best way to describe it. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. He's thirty six and he's made a ton of money. Right. Oh, what a yeah. cash. 
I mean, it's just like it's a I mean, really well past feeling. His, well past his prime on a rebuilding team. Yeah, like, just might as well, right? Ooh, take the money and run. I don't know if you could call them a rebuilding team. They have <laughs> Kyrie Irving, KD, James Harden, and Blake Griffin. <laughs> right. I, I forgot. Honestly, I forgot they picked him up. I was still thinking he was on the Spurs. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, the Nets are far from rebuilding. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> I, I know they're young and they have a lot yeah. of young talent, but I got I gotta beg to differ here, bud. No, my high ass forgot he got bought out. <laughs> As did everyone else. I feel like <laughs> I was watching. Um, well, I was watch. It's a podcast, but I was watching because it's like you know a visual podcast. I guess is that what you call it? I hate that term. But they were talking. It's about New York sports basically as a whole, and they were talking about how hilarious it is that the Nets have all this and nobody's talking about it still because people in New York just don't give a fuck about it. Like, they only care about the Knicks. And I just, I don't and know, I Knicks thought that was hilarious. Fucking yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, it's kind of crazy because you look over and it's like the Nets, it's like, oh, shit. But n- apparently nobody's talking about it. Like, they're barely writing about it. It's a whole thing. So that's kind of hilarious to me. I, f- I feel like whenever you have an entrenched team like that and... um you know, a, an up and coming team or a team that's that's recently gotten better. So we saw it in LA with the Clippers and the Lakers. Right. The Lakers will always be LA's team. The Clippers right. will never really gain any market traction there. Um, and we we saw that happen. But I I gotta say I definitely feel like the the Nets are attracting um, better talent, better and more of a fan base than the Clippers ever did. I, f- I feel like they yeah they're definitely threatening a little bit more also the lakers it had been what like 10 years since they won a championship the nets haven't done anything in 30 years so right you know i mean i think they can gain more of a foothold than like the clippers could towards the lakers but at the end of the day you have your established brand i mean i can't i don't know what the number is but the knickerbockers uh have got to be one of the most valuable teams in sports, I'm assuming. Yeah, I, I mean, you kind of see the same thing with the Rangers and the Islanders. Like, the Rangers are rebuilding right now, and the Islanders are good right now, and yet they're dwarfed in popularity by the New York Rangers. So it's, I agree with you. It's just, I think it's funny because, you know, you've got these teams that are doing well, and yet they're not getting really the respect maybe they deserve. I don't know. I just think it's kind of funny, but I, I do agree with you. That's definitely the reason. And it happens, I think in every sport, especially in New York, because New York fan bases are, um, interesting. We'll put it Shitty. nicely. Diplomatic. We're going to be diplomatic. They're fragmented though. I feel yeah, like, they are. I, I mean, you have different areas of, you know, like the boroughs and all that stuff. Yeah. You have different areas that are attracted to different teams. So I feel like they can gain more of a foothold because that's the case. Whereas in LA, yeah. you don't really have, you know, it's not the difference between Orange County and L.A., like, say, the Angels right. and the Dodgers, right? Right, right. So the majority is Dodger fans, but you still have Angels fans, you know, in that area. Whereas the Clippers don't – they share the same arena. And the casual uh, fans right. are going to go, they're oh, not... the Lakers have 17 championships and the Clippers have – The zero? richest owner in sports, <laughs> which is what – anyone talks about every time they talk about the Clippers. So I feel like, I do feel like it is a little bit different just because of how segmented, you know, New York is, but yeah, no, I I mean, every time we see the established team win and that's why, that's why you have the Yankees, the Lakers, the Knicks, you know, the, 
I'm sure I'm leaving someone out here, but you right. know, you have these Cubs, solid White teams, Sox. Cubs, White Sox, Red Sox, like you have these established teams that will win over. And I even, even like the White Sox, they're, they're a split in Chicago, but still I feel like you have more Cubs fans than you do White Sox fans. In That's Chicago. what I was yeah, trying I to say. They're also in the same boat sort of. As right. The- as the Nets and, and all that, yeah, right, right, yeah. No, that's that's I don't think it's a fair strategy. point. Also, New York is like I feel like it may not actually be if you like mapped it out, but it feels more condensed when you're there. So it's probably you know there's a little more um, what's the word I'm looking for like microcosms, if you will, as right. opposed. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, am I making sense? Yep, yep, yep. Okay, all right, cool. All right, what else is going on totally in basketball? The, the, the comparison. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Glad I got my point across for once. (laughs) Basketball. Brad Stevens, Celtics head coach, reportedly turned down seven-year, seventy million dollar deal to become Indiana's head coach. So turned down a whole lot of money to go back to college. Looks like he wants to stay in Boston, despite those uh, rumors that Beach was throwing at me. <laughs> I'm just saying, at a press conference where you can totally shut it down, he left the door <laughs> wide open. Okay, and he got not the only check. What? That's not enough. And he's still the not Celtics only that. Fan. He had to release another statement because he left the door so wide open. So it's not like I was just reading into it. He could have shut it down at the press conference, and he didn't. So it's not like I was just reading into it. He he spoke very poorly on the matter. I second that. I second like, that opinion. He left it wide open. But, I mean, in Blast all fairness, I, we've all said that no one's going to go back from the NBA to college. It's too much of a grind, and the NBA jobs are too good. At least all of the insiders were saying that. And I also, I believe I said that as well. But I did say he left the door open in that horrible press conference. He totally did. That press conference was not great. So no. Twitter blew up after that. They're like, uh, Brad? I mean, he had to, like I said, <laughs> reissue a statement reaffirming it because it was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Staying on the Celtics here, I'll transition into a bit. So, oh, by the way, curve. welcome to another, what, 10 years without a championship then? Us? <laughs> yeah. It was the same inflection as Brad. Yeah, I know. Whenever he doesn't know what to say and he has to buy yeah. himself some time, he fucking hesitates. Yeah. Why? Why are we have another decade with no title? Uh, because your coach is staying. Explain it to him like he's five, Meech. <laughs> so the same coach has been there for six years that you've had no success. So I have a under. surplus. <laughs> oh, no, I like God. Brad. People fucking hate him. I I really. He's it's still a top 10 coach in the NBA, and I'll keep that around. I mean, it's like we've talked about in the past. You know he's a good coach if he's going to get scooped up in 10 minutes, and he will get yeah, scooped exactly. up in 10 minutes if he's on the market. I mean, right. to me, with coaches, the, the problem is, and, and I don't know if this is an issue in this particular situation, but like I've talked about with the Rangers coach, they, I want him to be fired, but then the problem is who's going to replace him? If there's no one to replace him, then you kind of have to just keep him around. Well, that's, you that know? would be the case with the Celtics, too. I mean, right. if you fire Brad Stevens, who the fuck do you go get? Exactly. So sometimes, like, the best option is keeping them around because if there's no one to replace them, <laughs> yeah, Mike Woodson, in the foot, you know? Mike Woodson already took the Indiana job. You can't get him, so who are you replacing <laughs> him with? 
He's the perennial hire. Okay, I feel uh, like that's there for one year and then right after one year. <laughs> Who was the Cavs coach? Him. David Blatt. David Blatt. Oh. No. He was also, he had two stints nah, with the Cavs once it yeah. did. Then one stint with the Lakers. And then fucking one with the, uh, the Knickerbockers. Which, by the way, can we shout out my Knickerbockers and Coach Tibbs for killing it? Sure. I thought you were a Lakers guy. I am a Lakers guy, but I really love Tibbs. Tom Thibodeau is great. Julius Randle look like, looks like a star there. Yeah, and Rose is looking great off the bench. We all know I have a soft spot for the Tibbs Bulls. Tibbs is on that team, and now Rose is on that team. I mean, so Tibbs therefore, isn't I now have a soft them up star. every night. Dude, he said it like Tibbs he, was out there. He is mentally 25. He yeah. is mentally. Okay? He's, he's lacing them up in He doesn't spirit. wear shoes double. He doesn't wear shoes double. <laughs> Laces them up every night. God he wears it. loafers. He's, he's lacing them up in spirit, bro. That's what he's doing. <laughs> Slip-ons. Hell yeah. I love me some slip-ons. He would never. He would never. <laughs> How dare you? Coach Tibbs is a blue-collar man. He ties his shoes. Damn Salt it. of the earth. Salt <laughs> of the earth. <laughs> I did see that. Some, some, someone, some commentator said that one time. Like, what do you say about, like, you know, a white-collar city where most of the jobs aren't industrial? Like, wow, they've got that really nine-to-five office feel they do. I tell you what, they are representing this town's fan base. You call it stuffy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yuppie. I don't know what you call it. Uh, uh, I guess I'll meditate on that all night, and I'll text you at like four thirty in the morning and be like, "I've got it. This is how Epiphany. you describe it." Yeah, please do. Yeah, I will. I will. Just look out for it about one a.m. your time tonight. Bullshit. <laughs> Just like, oh yeah, I'll be on in a minute. Okay, Listen, I've. Oh. I've got extenuating Shots fired on the podcast. Here's the difference between me and Frodo. Frodo's, who nobody has any idea who that is, but it's the a... Woat, it's W-O-A-T, a the worst of all time. Frodo's is like, yeah, I'll be on in an hour, and then he just, you know, does his thing, eats some food, and goes to sleep. I'm actually, like, taking care of ill people. So you got to cut me a little bit of slack. That being said, I may be on tonight. At least I don't. I don't always say yes. I'll be on. Most of the time, I'm like, I might be. Oh, I'll may. I may be on. But let me hold my breath, and then if if he's not on in like a minute or two, just call nine one one and let them know that I've passed out from holding my breath. (laughs) Birdie might have to buy some flowers. Yeah, I'll get the flowers. I'll get the flowers. Dubs can dig the hole. Yeah, Dubs has really screwed himself on this situation because he's doing the hard manual labor. I'm calling I don't out. really think he's down for it. No, no. My back is still fucked. Uh, yeah, sorry, man. From I'm, preemptively I'm... digging the hole for Birdie last week. <laughs> Wanted to get a head start on it. Uh, I've had to dig too many. Yeah, well, I'm going to try to stick around so you don't have to dig any holes for a while. But I have been having some headaches. Could be a sign of death just gonna get a vaccine yeah yeah maybe i should do i should really do that man i just can't find any you're right not now. i can't i literally the like only ones you can get are the two shot ones and they're really hard to get here right now because they just pulled the johnson and johnson one so it's uh, i'm just gonna i don't know i'll probably just say like hey i'm fat and then they'll let me take it you know so we'll see i don't Jenna know lost all that weight 
Yeah, shouldn't have lost all that weight. It's gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you anyway, lost your back, armor. Back on track. Yeah, to the I was NBA. Say, any other basketball stuff before we move to some football? Uh, yeah, Celtics had their best week of the season. We beat the Warriors last night. Tatum starred. Brown starred, and the Lakers win. Which also won me fifty bucks. Uh, the Warriors, though, Curry is. You have a the- problem. I think you have a problem. You're putting money on games. <laughs> that, was that hypocrisy? Uh, that was me mocking you for giving me shit. Yeah, yeah. That, that was that was a joke, Dubs. You let me know when I when I bet when when you bet Middle Tennessee State to win, and I'll I'll tell you you have a problem. <laughs> the Ohio Valley Conference on a Thursday night, Missouri <laughs> Valley, you fucking scumbag. It's even worse. Less less metropolitan population equals yeah. more of an addiction. Exactly. <laughs> the more I can cow see the graph. It is the more cow farms, the more shameful. I can see the graph in my head right now. Or the more the players care, double. Yeah, the more integrity there is in the game. Salt of the earth, those kids. Salt of the fucking <laughs> earth. <laughs> Curry's averaging 39 points over his last 10 games. Uh, as of time of recording this week, he has more three-pointers than four teams in the NBA. That would be Magic, the Sacramento Pelicans, and the Wizards. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate the pause. <laughs> Figured yeah. Bernie in post Saturday, Bernie can put in like a beep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll try to fit one in for sure. <laughs> That's but, pretty nutty talk stat. Your dude. Classic. Talk about your classic. Can't figure pick a fucking jersey. The the fucking Kings are just <laughs> two totally different color schemes. Two totally different. I mean, like pick one. Yeah, pick one. Pick a lane, bro. Fucking pick one. Make a goddamn decision. We're just we're, we're coming for the world today. Like the three of us are united for once, and we're last, just the last show we were coming shots for at everybody else. Last show we were coming for each other. This show we've channeled it. Yeah, we've unified, and we're like we'll combine our powers of hatred and take on the rest of the world. This will form of good for us. Form of stick up for Tom Wilson. Giant salt shaker. The Wonder Twin powers combined. I did stick up for uh, Tom Wilson. Wonder triplets needed some support. Yeah, but that I I feel like that wasn't. uh, We didn't. That was not. No, we didn't get at each other there. We no, that was chill. Double was quiet for most of that conversation, which I took to mean he was stewing inside. (laughs) Isn't he always? Yeah, just burning internally. Uh, where the fuck were we? Oh, yeah, Butler, Curry. Jimmy Butler. No, we're past that now. Jimmy Butler called the Heat soft and encouraged them to start playing bully ball. So Woo. Jimmy Butler fed up with the losing and is ready to call out the team. Not afraid to do that in the past, so Jimmy Butler taking a leadership role and calling out the Heat, much like Curry did with the Warriors last week. And Curry's leading by example. The Warriors have not followed suit, so let's see what happens with the Heat. Yeah, and like we we talked about, uh, you know, back back when they were in the bubble, he is the undisputed leader of this team, and and they all look up to him and and respond to his his criticisms, unlike some of the other teams in the past. So I think it was really just like a kick in the pants, coach on the floor kind of move, basically. Right. 
And you know, if he's saying that in the media, he's saying it in practice and right. In it's nothing he hasn't said to them. Right. Already. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Russell Westbrook records his seventh straight triple double. He is now 10 shy of Oscar Robertson's career record of 181. So Ross closing in on the time triple double record. Yeah, and he'll he'll get it. I mean, like oh, hundred percent, seven straight. I mean, yeah. he's a he's a machine. He's like when the, when it's like when you play zombies and there's machines. He's the triple double machine. You just go to it, <laughs> put in your money, and you get a triple double. Triple double. Say so I'll do a little song and just pick him up. Do the Juggernaug song and the... man, I miss zombies. Zombies kind of sucks. Uh, yeah, I like the. Whoa, not the first version of it, the second one in the theater. Yeah, Black Ops Two or whatever. Yeah, that one was yeah. dope. Black man. Ops Two was fire. Yeah, I've got a VR zombie game right now. It's fucking terrifying. Called Arizona Sunshine. It's pretty awesome, but it's terrifying. Just take off your headset. You'll know it's not real. Yeah, An imported leather shop in Arizona. <laughs> They'll be out of business in a week's time. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> That's what I said. I said they'll be out of business in a week's times. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Edwards has essentially locked up rookie of the year after 23 points over his last 25 games after a slow start to the season. Injuries to James Weissman and LaMelo Ball. It looks like it is Edwards to lose at this point. That is all I had for basketball. We can move it into football. Michlo. Yeah, so the man that accused uh, Aaron Donald of assault has since apologized um, because there is very, 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 very clear video evidence showing that he was literally trying to only break up that. Uh, Right. (laughs) Also, if you're ever in a position where you might be getting assaulted by Aaron Donald, do just that. Apologize and move on because you do not. Well, it's funny because Buda Baker was like, oh, all you guys were saying crap about Aaron Donald. And I was thinking, I think it was kind of the opposite, actually. I think everyone was like, why? Why, Why would, would you, you try do that? Yeah. Why would you think you could take on <laughs> Donald? That was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. It's my like, first I, thought. I was like, what psycho is like, I want smoke with Aaron Donald. I'm yeah, pretty sure yeah. we had an entire conversation about that on this show. Oh, did we? I'm pretty sure we did. No, where we were like, why would you do that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand why you would. But Budo Baker said people jumped to conclusions on that. And I didn't think they really had. Uh, but I'm always in a kind of wait and see scenario for yeah. stuff that comes out. Yeah. It's that Most rash on my leg. Ah, wait and see. Wait yeah. and see. Take some Advil, put some Neosporin on it. We'll see if it goes away or if it gets very, very much worse. Marquise Brown signed with the Chicago Bears. Marquise the Eagle for or yeah did i say i did say brown i don't know i I know i said brown now marquis goodwin signs with the chicago bears uh former eagle for a year that he sat out and former 49er uh will go to the bit the bears the bears the bears (laughs) you remember that joke when he as a the heart attack at the table and he's like how many heart attacks is that for you now and he's like oh it's about a baker's dozen for me bob yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that show used to be so good. So good. That show oh my used god, to be dude! So SNL good. from like the '80s to the early '90s was pretty amazing. Yeah, like after the Will Ferrell era, it like nose dives. Yeah, the Will Ferrell era was pretty fucking solid, man. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The only other NFL news I had was the Browns released Sheldon Richardson after signing Jadavian Clowney. And I was, this kind of got me thinking. I had to look up some stats because I have been critical of Jadavian Clowney before. I wanted to see what they were giving up. It was basically Richardson for Clowney. Uh, They released Richardson, got Clowney. Richardson gave them four and a half sacks up the middle last year, uh, three the year before that, or 3.5 maybe the year before that. Uh, Jadavian Clowney got three last year, and I think four the year before on the edge. And then zero last year. Oh, he had zero last year and three the year before then, I guess. Four the year before that. So he's had seven sacks the last three seasons. Right. So you're giving up a guy up the middle who had basically his sack production for a guy who in his career, when he's placed next to all pro hall of famer line defensive ends, he, the highest amount he ever got was nine. Mm, And so I just don't understand the love that Jadavian Clowney gets. I I got a stat for you too. He turned down an offer from the Browns last offseason, whatever, a three year, $57 million deal. Now he starts with the Browns on a one-year, $10 million deal. Oh, big oof. Big oof. Big oof. Woo. Yeah, but $8 million. Jadavian Clowny. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking clown. I mean, I, I get the, the thing. I, probably the guaranteed money is about the same, honestly, for right. each year. I mean, it was right. that much, but it was probably like $8 million a year guaranteed or something like that. Right. This is an $8 million guaranteed this year. With bonuses, you can make ten. Um, I'm guessing that it was it was around the same average value. And in this market, we've talked about people signing one-year deals. But, yeah, I mean, talk about someone who thinks really highly of himself. All right. Any, uh, any nothing other? Nothing in Tennessee or Seattle. So we'll, we'll see how this works out for the Browns. Yeah. Any other football stuff we want to talk about? Uh, in draft season, I had a question for you guys. Okay. What's the player you guys were high on? draft in years past that turned out to be a bust i've got a couple as well i'm gonna change that to regret so i thought justin regret. jefferson would be amazing turns out he was just <laughs> not for my franchise that passed him up <laughs> he's never gonna be able to let that go i don't know never Unless Jalen Rhaegar is an all-pro fucking wide receiver, I won't let it go, goddammit. No, I get it. It's okay. I'm not calling you out. I'm with you 100%. I support you in your hatred, in your anger. I support you fully. I really don't have anything here because I, you know, as I've said before, just started watching football again. Who's the guy that got drafted by the Raiders, though? Wasn't there a dude that got drafted by a Raider that was by the Raiders that was like a super bust? Jamarcus Russell. Yes, that's who I'm thinking of. I, think, I, I love think. Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> I just remember reading There's an article sometime past of like that, like on the Athletic or something, and be like, "Oh, okay, I don't know who this is, but this is an interesting story." There's that story around him that they gave him a blank tape, it was supposed to be game film, and they asked him about <laughs> it the next day, and he's like, "Yeah, those blitz packages were." A little tough, but I think we can work it out for the game. <laughs> and they're like, this guy's not worth looking. You're not even fucking looking at this thing. <laughs> but uh, uh, a couple that I wanted to mention here. RG3, Marcus Mariota, Ed Oliver, D-tackle out of Houston, went to the Bills. He's uh, 
on the verge of looking like us. Our Manti Teo. I don't think Manti Teo was a bust at all. No? no? Absolutely. He's been a solid linebacker for 12 years in the NFL. Well, I thought he was going to be like a bona fide star. Like one right. of He's a linebacker. He can only do so much. I mean, I guess, but like Bobby <laughs> Wagner is a star. Like, I mean, is he? I thought he was going to. Yeah, I mean, he's. Has he been since the Legion of Boom is gone? <laughs> like, he's, he's, he's all anyone talked player. about on that roster. Yeah. I mean, that says something. Yeah. You're the only one that people are he's the last yeah. talented person on That's that roster. That's true. Yeah, you can argue that both ways. That's really true. You can go both ways on that. I don't think you could call Manzateo a best. He's been in the NFL on a solid career for like 12 years. I now. think that's I a fair point. I, I think I Johnny Manzateo can be called a bust. Fair enough. D- who? Yeah, exactly. What did you say? Oh, Johnny Manzateo. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. D. Milliner, former corner out of Alabama. He went uh, number seven overall to the Jets. Number nine overall, 2013. Number yeah. nine? Number nine? Number nine. Number nine. Little Beatles reference there. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. Loving it. We're nailing I mean, it you today. can kind of call most USC quarterbacks bust other than Carson and actually Sanchez. Matt Leinart. But Matt Leinhart, yeah, that's the one I was really thinking of there. Uh, and, well, and Barkley and the last one that went, Darnold. <laughs> so far, <laughs> none of those far. have been great. They have Carson <laughs> right, Palmer, right. who was great and just got put in a horrible situation, and Sanchez, who doesn't get enough credit. I, I don't think he gets enough credit. He was decent. He made the Jets in the playoffs. I mean, yeah. I I feel like that's yeah. a pretty stark against yeah. the Patriots made, in their heyday. He like, made me nervous to play the Jets all the time. Right. So exactly. If you're going to do that, you're. Yeah. That's. Yeah. He just has the butt fumble, so everyone makes fun of that. But he was a <laughs> solid quarterback in the NFL. Uh, Josh butt fumble, Freeman. New band name, I call it. Josh Freeman. Oh, man. Yeah, no, there's there's some pretty big busts. I think Manti Teo is unfair. But, I mean, look Beanie at Johnny Wells. Manziel. I thought B.D. Wells was going to be, like, one of the next great picks. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you deep dive the draft. I don't really deep dive the draft that much. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I definitely don't do the NFL draft, but uh, senior I draft start. analyst of Stone Sports. I'll be breaking down the uh, forty-five round MLB draft later on. <laughs> <laughs> we got Zach McKinstry in the fortieth round. It's gonna yeah. end with a Absolute suicide. Steal. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we get out of here? I think that'll do it. Michlo? That'll do, pig. That'll, that'll, do. that'll do. do. All right. Thanks for listening. To All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I hate you both. All right. Thanks for listening. You know, Double, though, ever since I've I've started stealing Double's Trent's boots, yeah, he is just everything's fair game, though. He's, <laughs> he's started trying to take everything now. Have you noticed that? I have noticed it. Yes, okay. I have. I have. Okay. Go ahead and do your own right now. We All are right. playing Risk now in this, in this <laughs> podcast. And I want more. He more wants, space, more property, more countries, risk, more power. There was a show on MTV back in the day. It was like an animated show, Birdie. Do you remember? It all it centered around Risk. There was an animated show about the board game Risk? Yes, on MTV for like two years. No, I probably would if, if you like sent me a picture of the titles or something. I probably remember it, but I don't remember that. Really? 
Was it like I'm the look- actual board game or was it like just like yes. what? I mean, I yeah. remember Nick Arcade. Everyone remembers Nick Arcade. Clue animated series based on board game in at Fox. Wow. And I remember uh oh god, what was it called? Um there was Nick Arcade. Come on. Come on, get it. It's in there oh somewhere. my god, yes. And there's you can do it. Carmen San Diego. Carmen San Diego. The TV show. Remember the TV Where show? Where in the world of, is Carmen San Diego? Carmen San Diego. Yeah, that, that was on TV for a little bit. I remember that. Woo. Got there, Where boys. Where in the world is this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Carmen San Diego. Uh, Not like her last name's a location giveaway or anything. Yeah, right? <laughs> I bet she's in fucking San Diego. San Diego. So it's called, it's called Undergrads, Diego. Birdie. Look it up. You'll know it. I, will. I guarantee you watch it. I'll, I'll, I'll look it you up. And I will. What's it called? Undergrad. Yeah, you just type in MTV animated series Risk because it was like a central part of the show. <laughs> All right. I'll look it up. You'll get another text message at 2 in the morning. Yes. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Thanks for listening. Follow us on all the socials. It's Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. It's all Stone Sports Podcast. Say goodbye, boys. Bye. Peace. Lightest.